Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. I'm Pamela Jordan. And I'm Dr. Craig Dossman. And today we'll be answering your questions that you've submitted. We really appreciate your questions. We really want you to continue to submit them for us and that we can answer some of your life challenges. Let's get started. All right. Thank you, guys. Our next question reads, I love my husband, but he is extremely unwise with our finances, and it is causing me horrible panic attacks and anxiety. For this reason, I have opened up an emergency savings account to hide money in case anything urgent comes up. Is it wrong to hide money from my husband? And it's signed anonymous. I definitely feel that it is um, wrong to hide money from your husband. Um, I think that you should inform him that you are um, putting together a savings account for both of you in the event that things go south or he overspends. Um, But I don't agree with hiding anything within the marriage or being un dishonest or deceitful um, in any way or deceptive. I believe that a marriage is founded on honesty. A marriage is founded on unity and, you know, communication. And so I really want to encourage you to, you know, communicate with your husband, you're concerned about his spending and that you have decided to set aside this account in the event that there's a need for a rainy day or, or in the event that there is a need for, um, you know, your future financial state, if, if there's a collapse or something happens within the financial state and, you know, have him agree to that, you know, make sure that he's in agreement with it. And then at that point, you know, open up a private account and begin to put money in that account, but let him know that you're doing it should not be anything that you you should be doing in secret. Um, I also have a very strong concern with the fact that he is spending so much money. Um, I think it's wise for a husband and wife to sit down together when it comes to their finances. I think that you both should sit down together and plan out what should be paid, what bills should be paid, when they should be paid, and together pull your finances together. In pulling your finances together, set aside that money as your savings account. You know, if it's necessary for only your name to be on the savings account so that he doesn't jump into it from time to time when his urges to spend more. But I think that you should budget together as a family and have boundaries on how much you should spend, set up some type of spending allowance for one another, start off with a spending allowance for him and, you know, allow him to buy whatever he wants with that spending allowance. But beyond that spending allowance, once it's gone, it's gone. 
you know, and begin setting up those type of boundaries within the marriage when it comes to your finance. And that's what I would suggest that you both do. If it is a really serious problem where he has an obsession with money and spending, you know, at that point, I would really encourage you to seek counseling. As we spoke earlier about there being drug addiction and addictions with pornography, there's also problems that people have with spending and shopping addictions. And so it is possible that he has that type of issue that's going on in his life that he might need to seek further help and counseling to help him understand the the need and the necessity for setting up a budget within his family. Dr. Dossman? Yes, I have a sneaking suspicion that the person who presented this question is probably the person who seems to be more budget wise or probably this person probably might be a better budget person than the mate. Take for instance, everyone in a relationship, they're in that relationship because they feel that certain needs are being met. Really when when I counsel people, I'll, I'll give them uh, a sheet of paper a piece and on the top of that paper, I would just have them to write my needs. And then I basically say, people, people are happy when they feel that their needs are being met. A lot of people have a lot of need, needs. And then some people don't have very many needs. But if they can get what they, they need, they can, be, they can be happy. I think that in this, in this situation, Take, for instance, in my own situation, you know, I just happened to luck up on meeting someone who was a business accounting major. And so, uh, you know, it didn't take me very long to realize that she was good with money and budget and financing and and savings. Uh, She was very good. And so we just made a determination from the front. Could you imagine us, Dr. Jordan, going to to out and we're going shopping? Maybe she's going somewhere and then I'm going somewhere and we don't communicate with each other. I could be at the store and I could have, let's say, just $1,000 or $500 in, in the bank account. And I'm at the store and I see some, oh, it's $375 or just 300 Oh, I can get that. And then... My partner's at the store and she sees something that costs $350. You see, so if you don't communicate with each other, there's confusion. Now, this has to be deeper because I don't really know really what the spending matters are, what the issues are, what the fears about uh, this individual's spending patterns. But I do know that uh, if I was dating a person and uh, I was married to a person found out that they enjoyed gambling and they love going to Las Vegas every other week. Uh, I, I personally know colleagues that they go to Las Vegas every other week because they get paid every other week and they take their paycheck, they cash it at the bank there in Las Vegas. And before they pay the rent or anything, they just have some feeling that they're going to strike it, you know, big, and they're going to make a lot of money, more than, you know, 
in their own salaries and, and a lot of them come back broke, they're behind in payment. So I think to, to have a good, solid relationship, it's okay to decide, you know, my grandmother used to have an old saying, she said, a, a, wise, a wise man knows his strength, but a wiser man knows his weakness. Now, if you're not good with money, it, it, if that's not your area of expertise, then try to hook up with someone who is. And it looks to me that the person who has this concern is concerned about spending. And I have a sneaking suspicion that that person might be better at handling finances, but that's something that they both must sit down together and they need to talk about uh, because, you know, it can become a serious problem for them in terms of being in debt and all that stress, arguing and bickering, all those things going on. That's why I just think it, it's important to, to uh, communicate with each other and talk about those things. I was just thinking in my mind, what what would you do if you were you were married to a gambler, but he's not a very good gambler, and so he's losing a lot of money. Sometimes you got to be wise and set aside an account and save money so you can pay some bills. But um, I, I I do agree that you have to come back around and say, you know, this is a problem. We have to deal with this because it can affect our relationship and it can affect our future. And just like any other matter, our addiction, people need to get help. Yes, I agree. And I, I like that you pointed out about the possibility of there being something even more severe as a possible a gambling addiction um, so I really want to encourage you to, you know, sit down with your spouse and really um, have dialogue with them, communicate with them and find out, you know, get a little bit deeper as to what's really happening with the finance. You might even have to do a little investigation yourself and follow, you know, follow the trail of, of the deposits and withdrawals and where they're being made um, to really get to the bottom of what's happening and, you know, make sure that he gets the help that he that he needs. Um, as Dr. Dossman and I both said, you know, we don't both agree, you know, with setting money aside in the event that, you know, you get into trouble um, and he overspends, uh, but make sure you you communicate that with him. Make sure that you guys now, sit Dr. down Jordan, together. There's some things that weren't that we don't really know right. that wasn't <laughs> shared in this question. And that right. is number one, you know, does the, does a person offering this question, are they gainfully employed? Um, if they're gainfully employed themselves, then I would think that it's okay for them to set up, they need to set up some kind of savings account. Uh, you know, they need to organize them, uh, them, herself or himself in such a way so that they won't go broke you know, because sometimes you get into a situation and I've gotten situations, I'm sure all of us have in the past, where you deal with the situation, you say, oh my goodness, how are we going to pay this? And then the one who's really good with finance and say, don't worry about it. I've stored some money away for emergencies such as this. 
man, with someone like that, you say, my goodness, boy, this is a blessing to have right. someone like right. looking out for you in advance, you know, you know. So I, I enjoyed how you were responding to that, Dr. Jordan, about having an expense because that's what my wife does with me. She gives me a weekly expense. You know, I, I get a certain amount each week because let's be honest about it. Personally, if you give me a thousand dollars today, I'm going to walk down. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to see some woman with two little children and they got a sign up, you know, we need food. And I'm going to open up my window and I'm going to give them something. Right. Then I'm going to go somewhere else. And then if I see now, I'm no pushover, but I do have a heart for people that I see. There's games, there's sham, but then I sometimes, uh, you know, I'm impressed that this person is in a situation in their need or they come to me and say they're in a desperate need. And quietly, without anybody knowing about it, if, you know, I would do. And so my spouse knows that about me. And so she, she sets up funds you know, for those type of situations. But if if I held the finances myself, it'd be a wreck because I'm not good at that. I'm good at making the money, you see, but not <laughs> in those areas. And it's nothing wrong or embarrassing. It's wise for a person to say, I'm, I can, I can fly an airplane. Now I can't fly no airplane. If you ever see me, Dr. Jordan, in the airplane and you walk in it and see me, you know, uh, up front, you better get out that plane as quick as you can because all of us, we don't all have the same skills. And, it's, yeah. and it doesn't mean that we're bad or anything like that. It just means we're not all good at the same thing. There's some people good at handling money and there's some people who are not. And I think in this question, I just think, honestly, you're sharing with us that you're with the person who's not good at handling money. Right. If they're not good at handling money, you need to sit down because if you love someone, you ought to be able to sit down and talk with them and let them know how you feel and how this is affecting you emotionally and how it is affecting your finances and what are we going to do about it. Right. Absolutely. Well, I hope we were able to um, answer your question and give you some sound advice on how to follow through with your finances in your household. This concludes another episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. It has been a joy answering some of your questions that you have submitted to us on Facebook and Instagram. And we really want to encourage you to continue asking us questions so that we can continue building additional episodes for you to listen to. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.